Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Today's episode is sponsored by Tinder and BetterHelp. Hi besties, welcome back to Trying to Care. If you listened to the last episode, you know that it's Mental Health Awareness Month and every episode this month is going to revolve around mental health in some way. But before we get into the episode, I just wanna remind you that there are mental health resources linked in the description of this episode for you, for anyone you know. I also have a Google form linked where you can ask me questions about mental health or honestly ask me questions about whatever or let me know what topics you wanna hear. So that's all there for you in the description. But today, I want to talk about moments where you go from feeling super high to super low, as well as getting yourself out of a funk and finding balance between working and rest. I go through phases of feeling very on top of my shit. I feel super motivated. I feel like I'm living straight out of a Pinterest board. I have the perfect morning routine. I make to-do lists and I actually follow through with them. I take super good care of myself. I'm working out. I feel good about myself. And then I somehow end up on the opposite side of the spectrum and I get into a funk. I start falling behind. I stop doing my morning routines. I stop doing my daily rituals. I avoid all responsibilities. I'm not productive, I'm stressed out, and I just feel like shit. And for me, I have really high highs and really low lows. So when I'm doing good, I'm doing exceptionally good. But when I'm doing bad, it literally feels like the end of the world. When I'm on top of my shit and I'm doing really well, I'm like, wow, this is so easy. It feels so good. Why can't I always be like this? Why was I struggling before this? And then when I get in a funk, I'm like, how could I allow myself to get to this place? How did I allow myself to fall back into these bad habits? And I start feeling really lousy and guilty. When I'm feeling really good, I almost have this high from feeling good. When I feel this way, it's really easy to tell myself, oh, this is easy. It's easy to feel this way. It's easy to be productive. It's easy to get things done. It's easy to do well. Because I'm in a different headspace than I am when I feel like ass. When you're in a funk and you don't feel the best about yourself, 
wanting to feel good and wanting to do better isn't enough to motivate you to get back on track. If anything, the guilt and shame of allowing myself to fall back into a place that I don't want to be in discourages me more to want to do better. Almost every time that I get into a funk, I have to hit rock bottom to be able to motivate myself enough to climb back up and get to a place of feeling good. I can't just randomly decide to do better. I think it's important to remember that being on top of your shit and doing well 100% of the time is not realistic. I mean, we see people online doing their morning routines and being successful and living these amazing lives and that's all they post so we think, oh, that's their reality when that's not the truth, not all the time. Even the most successful, wealthy, happiest people still have times where they struggle and aren't fully satisfied with their lives. Don't get me wrong, having structure in your life is good for you and good for your mental health. Doing good and taking care of yourself is good for your mental health. But believing that you are supposed to live that way and feel that way 24-7 is so harmful for your mental health. It's harmful because it's not attainable. There are so many variables that go on that are out of your control that play a part in your daily routine that make it harder to stay on track. It's not your fault that you got your period and all you want to do is lay in bed. It's not your fault that something traumatic happened and emotionally you're just not well. Sometimes there's things that happen with you and the people in your life. Sometimes There's unforeseen events. Sometimes shit happens. It's not realistic to expect yourself to be the best version of you when life is forcing you to slow down. Also, you need to understand that when you're going, going, going and having these high expectations for yourself, you're going to end up burning out. We push ourselves so hard to avoid failing and doing bad But by pushing ourselves like that and not allowing us to rest, we do exactly that. I'm almost positive I've given this example before, but pushing yourself past your limits is just like if you were to drive a car somewhere without stopping for gas. No matter how much you want to get to your destination, no matter how quickly you want to get there, if you don't stop for gas when you need it, you're not going to get there. Your car needs gas to keep going. Do you see what I'm getting at? Do you see where I'm going with this? Your body needs rest to keep going. When I'm in a funk or when I've hit rock bottom, if you will, not only do I feel like shit and unmotivated, but I feel stuck, especially when I go from feeling on top of the world to the total opposite. The guilt I feel, the shame that I have for myself makes it difficult for me to see what I can do to do better. It makes it harder for me to see what steps I can take to get to where I wanna be. When I feel stuck, I literally feel like I can't get back on my feet because I don't know how to. With that being said, I wanna give you four realistic ways to get out of a funk. I don't think it's enough to say, just get up, make your bed, go work out, do all of the things that you keep putting off because if it were that easy, we do it. 
So these are four things that have helped me personally get back on my feet and work towards getting to a place that's better than where I just was. Number one, change the energy or the vibe around you. When I feel stuck, I desperately need change. I need new things in front of me. I need a new shiny toy to stimulate me. It's like the beginning of every year or every month. We feel motivated and inspired because it's a fresh start. You feel as if you have a better chance of making things work and things going well when you get to start over and scrap that old stagnant energy. When I change things in my environment, it feels like a reset. It feels like my body and my mind are resetting. Even just small changes like rearranging my room, buying a new journal, buying new skincare, um, listening to new music. If you don't like how you're feeling or you don't like your current situation, there's a huge chance that there's something in your environment that may be playing a part in that and something in your environment is not working for you. If you're feeling down because your life is boring and your daily routine is depressing, make a change. You don't have to make a huge lifestyle change, but doing things and buying yourself things like buying yourself a new yoga mat or a new coffee machine or listening to a new podcast may be enough to excite you about your routine and change how you think of it. Also, when I'm in a funk and things feel very stagnant, like I can't get out of this chapter in my life, making changes like rearranging my space or dyeing my hair or listening to new music helps me move to the next chapter. It's like when you're going through a breakup, you don't want to continue listening to the same music you did when you were together. You don't want to go to the places you went to when you were with them. You don't want to hang out with their friends because all of that reminds you of that time in your life and you're trying to move past that. You want to start over. And the best way to do that is to make changes and add new things into your life. So if you're feeling stuck and you don't know where to start to get back into the swing of things, start with finding little things that excite you and naturally motivate you. Number two, take time to take care of your needs. Like I was saying about cars needing gas and your body needing rest, you cannot get things done or at least not get things done well if you're not taking care of yourself. In simpler terms, you cannot be on top of your shit when you feel like shit. How do you expect yourself to live up to all of your expectations to wake up at the ass crack of dawn to eat a bunch of healthy food that you don't even like and you can barely stomach, go do a workout that's hard as fuck, do all of your daily tasks, work, have hobbies that most people can barely fit into their schedule, balance friendships and relationships, and that doesn't even scratch the surface of everything that we expect out of ourselves. How do you expect to do all of that when you aren't taking care of yourself? How do you expect to get all of that done when you have little to no energy because you don't give yourself time to focus on what you actually need? And I mean what your body needs, what you mentally need. 
Like all of those things on your list are nice on paper, but you know what's also nice? Sleeping in when your body needs rest, seeing a therapist or talking to someone when you're struggling, allowing yourself to eat foods that your body's craving, not starving yourself to say that you've stuck to a diet, saying no to plans when you feel drained. I know that slowing down and taking time to rest can be anxiety inducing because it feels like you're falling behind. I know taking time away from your everyday grind can make you feel like a failure. But you need to give yourself grace and understand that in order to do good, you need to be good to yourself. If you want to be successful, powerful, if you want to be a good fucking person, you need to learn to be patient with yourself and just relax. And that's coming from the most unrelaxed person ever. Like, I don't think I've ever been relaxed a day in my life. Even when I'm chilling, I'm not chill. But take it from me. If you want to get through your funk, you need to embrace it. Go through it. Feel your emotions. Learn to understand those emotions. Deal with your emotions and nurture those emotions and yourself. You need to take care of you before you worry about anyone or anything else. Number three, make a mood board of your ideal life or lifestyle. If you were super satisfied with your life, if you were happy and you were proud of yourself, what would that look like? I think making mood boards like this is really good because it gives you direction without any pressure. Like, these are things that I do or I'd have in my ideal world, but there's no pressure to go after every single one and accomplish them right now. It's inspirational and motivating rather than depressing that you haven't accomplished those things. Like, when I look at my mood board for 2023, I don't feel bad that I haven't checked off those goals yet. I just know that they're goals and knowing what those goals are motivates me to do things in my everyday life that work towards them and work towards them in a way that's attainable and manageable for me. One thing on my mood board this year is to eat healthier and being totally honest, the first few months of this year, I ate like shit. I was drinking a lot. I was ordering Taco Bell like every single day. And I got to a place where I started to struggle really badly with my body and with food. Like really bad. Because I felt so guilty and ashamed of my eating habits. And past me would have allowed this guilt to eat me alive and create a really fucking bad relationship with food but thankfully that didn't happen and I'm I'm in a good place but one thing that helped me was looking at my mood board and reminding myself that although eating healthy is a goal of mine it doesn't mean it needs to happen right now maybe in a perfect world I eat super healthy but right now it's not realistic of me to cut out all of my favorite foods to reach this goal. So instead of cutting out all of my favorite foods like Taco Bell, 
I made adjustments, not replacements. I now try my best to cook food at home and eat the groceries I bought and do that throughout the week unless I have plans to go somewhere. But I know that on weekends, I typically eat out and that's okay. My social life is important to me and a part of my social life is eating out with people I love. And I would much rather go out, enjoy myself and eat a fat, greasy, delicious burger than stay in and eat a salad just to say I ate fucking healthy. By making a mood board or a list, you're able to pinpoint what you want and then compare what you're doing now and make adjustments to work towards reaching those goals. You're able to form a plan rather than feeling stuck, feeling discouraged, and not knowing where to start, but also without feeling so much pressure to do everything at once. Lastly, number four, have fun. Good things for you don't have to be stressful. We're taught from a very young age that work is supposed to be hard and boring. I remember hearing so many times that work isn't supposed to be fun. So naturally, now when we do any type of work, even if it's self-improvement, we associate that as a hardship, as uncomfortable, as a chore, rather than something fulfilling. Just because you're putting time and energy into things doesn't mean it has to be difficult or feel like you're pulling teeth when you do it. You shouldn't dread getting out of bed to take care of yourself. So many of us do though because we think taking care of ourselves looks only one way. We think working and doing well only looks one way. Having structure, having a schedule, and showing up for yourself does not have to be so cold and dry. You just need to find things that work for you and excite you. If you want to prioritize movement, Instead of going to the gym, find a YouTube video to follow at home. Buy yourself an exercise bike, a treadmill, go for a hike, whatever sounds like fun to you. You can have fun and move your body at the same time. If you want to prioritize eating healthier, you can look up recipes that sound really good to you. You can get a meal kit online. You don't have to stick to salads and meal prepping. I'm sorry, but meal prepping is, to me, so fucking gross and depressing. Like, I hate leftovers. What I'm trying to say is, there are ways to reach your goals and live the life that you want to live that are fun and aren't going to make you feel tired and burnt out from doing them. The reason we get to a place of burnout, like I've said, is because we overexhaust ourselves and push ourselves way too fucking hard. You don't have to do that. You'll never feel burnout from doing what you love because doing things that are good for you and that you enjoy will energize you if anything. So little recap of everything that I went over. Change the energy around you. Don't be afraid to get rid of things that no longer serve you and introduce new things in your life that do. Take care of your needs and allow yourself to rest. Rest is good. Make a mood board or a list so you can become more aware of what you want and be able to work towards that in an attainable way. And then what I just said, don't push yourself to do things that don't interest you. 
There are things out there for you that are good for you and are meant for you and that are also fun. Good things don't have to be so fucking boring. I just hate that we're taught so much to value the grind. Like our society places so much value on how well we're doing for literally everything but our mental health. We value how well we're doing financially, how well we do at our jobs, how well we take care of ourselves physically, how well our relationships are going. We value what we're doing and who we are socially, but there's so little focus on how we're actually doing. And because there's so much focus on who we are and what we do, when we take time to focus on our mental health and take care of ourselves, We think we're failures. We're not doing enough. We suck at what we do. And we make it mean so much more than just we're taking a break. We're taking a breather as we fucking deserve. I'm not saying to rot in bed for weeks and avoid all of your responsibilities and fuck yourself over. But there needs to be a balance between having good days and having bad days. Getting work done and just chilling. There has to be a balance between taking care of others and taking care of yourself. Worrying about how others perceive you and just worrying about your goddamn self. I wanna do an entire episode on balance, but what I want you to take from this episode is it's okay to be in a funk. When you're in a funk and you're feeling low, you aren't a failure, you're not falling behind, you aren't bad at what you do. It's just part of the process. And more times than not, it's your body telling you that you need to slow down, take a fucking deep breath, and work through it until you feel better. We all go through phases of feeling amazing and then feeling like shit. And that's okay. What's important is that you don't shame yourself when you are at that lower end. Because all shaming is going to do is make it harder for you to feel better. Do not feel shame for feeling sad or any way you feel. Feelings should not be shameful. That is where I'm going to end today's episode. It was on the shorter end, but I hope you enjoyed it. As always, let me know what you think. You can message me on Instagram, respond to the Spotify question feature, write a Spotify or Apple review, or even fill out a Google form. That, my socials, the sponsors, and the mental health resources are all linked. But thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.